You are listening to the Bible 126 podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Here is the lesson which we must all fasten on tonight. Here is the lesson which thrills Christians. As I tell you what the lesson is, some of you will be pleased. The Lord Jesus Christ. He is the great central figure and person of the Bible. And there is no salvation apart from him. So the Bible always points us to him as being absolutely vital and essential to our whole position. The Old Testament Jew had far, far, far greater respect for the name of God, the person of God, than the average Gentile Christian does today. The name of God is a very important thing. It identifies him. We find in the Garden of Gethsemane, the word Gethsemane means olive press, where he bowed down and his life was being pressed out of him. The scripture says when they came to get him that night and they called out for this one, he said, I am he. He was literally saying, ego I me. I am. And when he said it, they hit the deck. They couldn't stand before that kind of glory. Down they went. And the reason they did is because God protects us from that kind of brilliant glory and power. He that letteth will let till be taken out of the way. And one of that is the glory of God. You don't want to walk and bask in his glory. He'll consume you. Hebrews chapter number 12, 29 says, Our God is a consuming fire. All of these things that relate to our relationship with the Lord are built upon his name and who he manifests himself to be. I am Alpha and Omega. That's the first letter and the last letter of the, of the, of the Greek alphabet. Alpha and Omega. Everybody knows that. And he said, The beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. The Greek word for Almighty is Pantocrator. 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 Do you know what that means? That means Almighty, All-Powerful God. That's what it means. And here in Revelation 1.8, which is to come, the Almighty. He is Almighty God. El Shaddai. Pantocrator. This is the Lord Jesus Christ who is called the same as this one in Genesis 17 and verse number one. He is almighty God. And that's one of the terms referring to God that blows my mind. Because you can't wrap your mind around that. If you look at the creation, you get just a little bit of an idea of what it means to be almighty. But he, does no, he doesn't just only create he, know, he not only creates the universe and the known creation, He creates the lives of everybody that's ever lived in them. 
and the future that they go into. Aiston Ionon is the Greek term that means unto the ages of the ages. Listen carefully, unto the ages of the ages. We've only begun a little short, quick life on this earth that we're here today and gone tomorrow. Would you wish it's over with before you even know it? You turn around twice and you're 70 years old. You turn around a third time and you're gone. What is man's life but, but a vapor? But you're leaving this little passing veil of tears and you're going into ice tone, Ionon, tone, Ionon, unto the ages of the ages. You've all heard, all heard Ion. How many's heard Ion? That's all what I'm, I'm quoting that. But I'm giving you a different form of it. Ice tone, Ionon, tone, Ionon, unto the ages of the ages. Let the ages roll on. Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. The choices you make in this little short span of time will affect eternity. Think about it before you walk out of the house tonight. The choices you make in here now will affect you a billion years from now. And a billion years from now is nothing compared to eternity. It's not even the beginning. Ice tone, ion on tone, the almighty God. I am almighty. I am that I am. I am the self-existing one. The Lord Jesus Christ said before Abraham was, I am. Amen. And boy, they came with their swords and their spears and their shields and their power and the power of humankind. And they walked into the presence of that eternal being and said, my, and fell backward. The Lord Jesus Christ did not start in Bethlehem of Judea. No, 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 no. The Son of God is from everlasting. The God-man started in Bethlehem of Judea. God manifest in flesh. God joining flesh. The incarnation. That's what started in Bethlehem of Judea. God-man did not come down from heaven. God came down from heaven and became a man. He is not aloof. He's not aloof. He's not wrapped in the mysteries of uh, the throne and the, the worship of the angels and, and has to have people coming to us to tell us what's happening on earth. He said, I am with you all the time. Isn't it good to know Emmanuel when you go through the sorrows of life? Did you ever notice the change in Psalm 23? You've noticed this, I'm sure. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He, third person, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. But then that fourth verse changes from He to Thou. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for Thou art with me. Not He, Thou. Thou art with me. God with us in the sorrows of life. Oh, what do people do when they go through the valley? What are you going to do when you go through the valley? God with us in the sorrows of life. When you go through the valley, it's so wonderful to have the shepherd. 
I will fear no evil. I'm not going to fear the future. I'm not going to fear the present. Thou art with me. Thou art Emmanuel, God with us. Is that going to be your experience? Now look at verse 2. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. Does anybody else ever say that to you? Folks come up and say, now if there's anything I can do, let me know. And you know very well with most of them, if you let them know, they wouldn't be there. God says, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. I'm not going to send a substitute. I'm not going to send a care package. I'm going to be there. And through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Look at verse 9. Fear not, for I am with thee. That's Emmanuel, God with us in the struggles of life. And here's a precious husband and wife trying to raise a little family, and there are struggles, and God's with them. And here's a dear elderly person who has lived for the Lord Jesus and now is in a rest home someplace and doesn't even always know what's going on, but God is with her. Aren't you glad you have Emmanuel? God with us in the struggles of life. Some of you dear people this past year have gone through the waters. You've gone through the furnace. And if we were to go up and down these roads, you'd stand up and say, I want people to know God was with me. God was with me. There's power in that name. There's joy and peace in that name. There's hope and wholeness in that name. There is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved except the name Jesus. I feel like calling it a minute. Jesus early in the morning. Jesus over in the evening. Jesus late in the midnight hour. There's power in that name. I wish I had my gang here with me. Jesus is on the main line. If you need salvation, tell him what you want. Jesus the righteous son of God Jesus Adam's redeemer Abel's vindicator Abraham's sacrifice Noah's ark Moses push on fire Joshua's battle axe Gideon's fleets Samson's power David's music Solomon's wisdom Jeremiah's bomb in Gilead Jesus Mary's baby boy Matthew's king, Mark's suffering servant, Luke's great physician, John's word made flesh, Jesus, distinctive in supernatural capacity, superlative in sovereign majesty, exclusive in spiritual beauty. There's power in the name Jesus. Some of you act like you're still ashamed to call it. That's because you haven't been in trouble yet. Some of you act like you don't know him. That's because you ain't been broke enough yet. Some of you act like you're embarrassed to call him because you ain't been sick enough yet. But there is a name 
There is a name. There's a name that's above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Every tongue confess. This is what Jesus died to give us. This whole Christmas thing is not a story in a book. It's a reality to us. We know Jesus. We know Emmanuel, God with us. He's with me in salvation. I've known Him as my Savior. He's with me in the struggles of life. He's with me in service. He's with me in sorrow. Ah, but He's going to be with me throughout all eternity. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, like a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold! The tabernacle of God is with man. And he will dwell with them. And they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them. And be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death. Neither sorrow nor crying. And neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. Three times in verse 3 of Revelation 21 you find with them, with them, with them. That's Emmanuel. It's as though God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, the whole Trinity, get, get wrapped up in verse 3. God is with man. He will dwell with them. They shall be his God. God shall be with them. That's heaven. Some of you look very skeptical. You say, do you really believe in heaven? I believe more in heaven today than I did yesterday. Heaven. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, said Jesus, I will come again, receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be with him. Now look at verse 7. When? Then he says, it's a day of revealing. When the Lord Jesus Christ is, when the Lord Jesus is revealed, it is a revealing, it is an unveiling. I don't want to speak to you in this church about an absent Christ. I want to speak to you about an unseen Christ. Yes, Christ has gone to heaven in his human nature. Yes, they did see him go up. They needed to see him go up because they needed to know that this time he wasn't coming back because he had been coming and going for those 40 days between the resurrection and the ascension. But that does not mean that Christ has gone millions and millions and millions and millions of miles away. He has gone into this other dimension where God alone lives. He has gone there because he is God. He's gone there in his human nature. 
and he is present everywhere by his Holy Spirit. And the second coming is not Christ coming from a galaxy millions and millions and millions of miles away in one direction or another. It is the Christ coming from this other dimension into this world of time and sense and space where he is present now by his Spirit. And when I speak to you about the Lord Jesus Christ in this church, I want you to remember that I'm speaking to you about a present Christ. That Bible said my life is hid with Christ in God and that's where I am and that's where he is too, amen. It's just a simple matter of crossing over the tide, one from one side of the bar to the other and to be with him. That's the desire of every saint of God that's truly born again by the grace of God. The book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's the fine thing to finish the Bible by exalting the Lord Jesus Christ. How else would you end the word of God but exalt the Son of the living God. That's what this Bible is about from Genesis all the way through the book of Revelation. If you can read the Bible and not be impressed with the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not reading the Bible. You may be reading something else for he said, search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life and they are they that testify of me. He said, John I am the living one. I want to get a hold of that tonight. That Bible said my life is hid with Christ in God and that's where I am. This is a living one. He lives with resurrected life. Amen. And he'll never die. He said he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. He will never taste death. He will never see death. He'll never fear death. And death can't touch him because the Prince of Life has broken the power of death. Amen. And so my friend, I rejoice. I rejoice because I know him not knew him, know him. The Bible has 66 books and they're marvelous books but there is no book in the Bible that opens up the Lord Jesus Christ like the book of Revelation. It starts with a glorified one then it takes you into heaven and you see the Lamb of God before the very throne of God. You've got a ball of fire crying holy, holy, holy. You've got cherubim on one side and cherubim on the other crying holy, holy, holy. Angels innumerable crying holy 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 make no mistake about it friend when you lay your eyes on him you'll cry holy 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 too but this Lamb of God, as it had been slain from the foundation of the world, is before the throne of God. He that sat upon that throne is the Almighty Father, that absolute eternal spirit that no man has ever seen, no eye has ever beheld, save the Son. The Bible said no man knows the Father but the Son. No man knows the Son but the Father. Only the Son can take you to the Father. Only the Father can take you to the Son. If you're born again this afternoon, it's because the Father drew you to the Son. No man comes unto me except glory to God. I'm glad I know Him because He took me to the Son. In the book of Revelation, a lamb appears before the Father, slain as it had been from the foundation of the world. And my friend, throughout that book, we follow that as it progresses. And then in the last chapter, right before for the closing of the book of Revelation. The Lamb of God has been exalted to such a place that he no longer is before the throne. He and the Father are one on the throne.
There are a lot of things that are true that do not save. Jesus is not a part of the truth. He is the truth. Jesus is not someone you add to make your life richer. Jesus is life. He said, I am is come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I am the door of the sheepfold. If you come in any other way, you come in as a thief and a robber. I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live again. And he that lives and believes in me shall never die. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the bread of life. I am the water of life. He is the fountain from which all else flows. He is the root out of which all else grows. He has nothing without him. Everything is about him. In him we live. We move. And we have our being. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. And today. And forever. There is none like him. He's in a class all by himself. The more I call him, the sweeter it sounds. Jesus early in the morning. Jesus at noonday. Jesus in the midnight hour. There's power in that name. There's strength in that name. There's joy. There's hope. There's peace. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. Remember the Savior with his deep compassion. Remember the tears of the Savior over lost Jerusalem. Remember the free invitation of the Savior. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, and you will find rest for your souls. Remember the promises of the Savior. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoever believes in him shall not be put to shame. Remember the underlying promise of the, of the Savior. If you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Remember the oft-repeated promise of Christ. Believe on the Lord and you shall be saved. Remember the free invitations. Come to me. Come to me. Though your sins are as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. 
Remember the gracious, firm commands. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous person his thoughts and let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. This day is a day of salvation. Christ, you're his or you're not his. You will hear his come or you will hear his depart. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can see more podcasts on anchor.fm forward slash Bible 126. Also, there is a feature there where you can sponsor or make a donation to this page. Thank you and stay tuned for more episodes.